Disruptive thinking. Airtel Africa, MasterCard Worldwide and Standard Chartered Bank are all multinationals. That's a polite way of saying they are not locally owned in Kenya. Yes multinationals make the world go round but they aren't disruptive strategists as many would think. Many can't explain their mission and goals in a short sentence. Organizational strategies are hidden in safes in the belief that exposing them to even their own employees risks leaking out. It's needless to mention that many multinationals still cling on traditional strategies thinking that have left many of them out of sync with their customer trends and shifting needs. Military Origins of Strategy The overriding focus of strategic thinking has been on competitive advantage and competition-based strategies. Part of the explanation for this is that corporate strategy is heavily influenced by its roots in military strategy. The very language of strategy is deeply imbued with military references, chief executive officers in headquarters, troops on the front lines. Described this way, strategy is about confronting an opponent and fighting over a given piece of land that is both limited and constant. Unlike war, however, the history of industry shows us that the market universe has never been constant, rather, new markets have continuously been created over. As was reported in MasterCard, Standard Chartered Bank and Airtel Africa leverage their different capabilities to launch a product that taps into each one's strength. In a move likely to change market dynamics, Airtel Africa, Standard Chartered Bank and MasterCard Worldwide launched a world's first virtual card that operates off a wallet residing on a mobile phone. This got me thinking, how the trio will benefit if they were to export this innovation to their developed world markets. What professor of strategy at Tuck Business School and G's chief innovation consultant Vijay Govindarajan calls reverse innovation. Simply put for a long time multinationals have been innovating in the developed world and sending them to market in the emerging markets. Reverse innovation would be literally the reverse, innovating in emerging markets and sending them to the developed market. Multinationals going this path must take a market-back approach, finding customer problems in emerging markets and using their capabilities to solve these problems. Why reverse innovation is so important. Innovating in emerging markets is not a nice thing to do, but it's the oxygen which is going to fuel growth in the developed markets. When a company innovates in the emerging markets, they not only grow in emerging markets but actually find newer and different applications in the developed markets. Investing heavily in tropical disease R&D for global pharmaceuticals such as Johnson & Johnson, J&J, Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline Beecham may unlock untold market opportunities in emerging economies such as Brazil, India, and China alongside developed markets. Take a look at how General Electric, GE, Healthcare revolutionized its ECG systems in India and the world at large. Initially, GE sold its global products in India that came as generally standard models, product approach, with minimal customization and modifications. Contemporary strategic thinking placed prospects of market growth in India to 15%. When CEO Jeffrey R. Immel took over from Jack Welch he focused on a market-back approach which involved understanding challenges faced by Indian customers and finding how the company can solve the problem using its capacities. In its findings, GE realized many of its Indian customers wielded a considerably lower purchasing power unlike their U.S. counterparts, rural populations stood at 600 million people and counting, existing healthcare infrastructure was fundamentally different from the U.S., there were no hospitals in the rural setup and most of all electricity was non-existent. GE innovated in India a portable, battery-operated ECG machine that was ultra-low cost selling for $1,000. GE literally took hospital to patient with their new innovation. This reverse innovation has not only received a huge market in India, but also opened new growth opportunities in the US. At a scene of an accident medics cannot will a huge bulky ECG machine but can take a portable EKG on the scene with ease. In hospitals which are space constrained, 
surgeons and theater technicians are quick to use a portable EKG machine. For customers to remain loyal, Airtel Africa, MasterCard and Standard Chartered Bank must convince customers that they will not find value with a imitator. A company's reputation must be earned on one day, because brand building these days relies heavily on word-of-mouth recommendations spreading rapidly through our network society. Time is known to works against the innovator in favor of the imitator. Market-shaping innovations win by creating new customer pools, not by increasing the share of an existing customer pool. Even the most admired companies can nevertheless get innovation spectacularly wrong. Sometimes companies rush a new technology to market too soon or at the wrong price. At other times, they ignore the radical idea that another company uses to put them put of business. CNN's competitors, for example, first dismissed its offering as chicken noodle news. For Standard Chartered PLC, MasterCard Worldwide and Barty Airtel success lies in their ability to discover how best to turn their disruptive product concept into oxygen that will fuel growth in developed markets. With the Eurozone crisis and a shaky Wall Street in the US this may as well be the next differentiation frontier for the companies. GE did it insanely good. Why not MasterCard, Barty Airtel and Stanchart?